Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Westside Sports Podcast. It is July 25th, 2023. As always, I am your host, Dakota Ezri. Welcome into today's podcast. Today's podcast is going to pick up on a similar theme and overall structure that we did last week or the last podcast, which is actually going to be going out today. I got a heads up and apologies. The I'm, I'm trying some new editing stuff. I don't know how well it's going to be compared to the previous content, but I'm going to do my best to keep it as similar as of quality with amount of um, cut times and stuff like that for you guys. But anyways, today's podcast, um, I want to talk a little bit about Bronny James on a side note, which is a very, very random curveball for most people who listen to this podcast. I'm not a big basketball guy, but I got a little conversation, something I want to get off my chest. And then I'm going to talk about the Mariners, what happened obviously last night, unfortunately, at the end. Um, and just kind of some of the things I've been stewing on and just kind of seeing what you guys are thinking. But let's just jump straight, straight into it, shall we? The Bronny James conversation is very interesting. There's a lot of different political angles people can go with this. I don't give a damn about any of that. I am concerned and, quite frankly, um, a little disgusted that either these coaches and these programs are pushing these kids so hard that they're collapsing on courts, right? Now, I'm not trying to throw stones in a glass house. I'm obviously not physically fit like all these other guys that are playing basketball and such on. But these guys are usually in pretty damn good condition, right? And the fact that Bronny James, obviously LeBron's son, uh, has that kind of clout, has people following him. He knows and he looks like he appears to be in quite fine shape. And physical shape versus like cardiovascular wise, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse practitioner. I don't know anything about this kind of crap. But what I can say is that it's never a good thing when a kid drops on on a basketball court. That's it. Like that's the my basis of this short little chat here. This topic is it's never a good day in the basketball world, NBA, college, high high school when kids start dropping on courts. I don't know if that's because of, like I said, I don't know if it's because of programs or it could be because of physical health or maybe underlying health issues. Who the hell knows, right? But I think that bringing some light and attention to something like this, especially with the kind of clout that Bronny has, uh, not saying that we're having this conversation strictly because it was Bronny James that collapsed on, on a court, but... Any kid, any situation, we need to be raising more awareness for this to take care of our kids who are out there, this, I hate to use this term, who are entertaining us while they're you know, performing and competing at the same time. So that's what I've got to say, and we'll leave that. So the Mariners, as everybody knows, right, it's not pretty. I don't care how you slice it, you dice it, saute it, air fry it, whatever you want to call it, right? It's not good. It's really not good. I don't. There's so many different ways that my brain has been trying to figure out what the hell has been going on with this team this year, right? And a lot of people are going to disagree. Some people are going to agree. And I appreciate both sides. Scott Service is not doing his job. He's not. Some people say, well, it comes down to the players. You're not wrong. But there are multiple parts and different avenues to, to that conversation, right? The players have to perform, obviously, to win. The coach is not going to pick up the maple and the glove and go hit crack a dinger and field the play at shortstop, okay? We all know this. This isn't this isn't rocket science. I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm not trying to be you know anything like that, but this is just what I got to say. Um, 
the the, the decision to pitch Andres Munoz in the ninth inning over Paul Seawald baffles me. I don't understand it. Um, I will not understand it. I don't think there's logic to understand. Paul Seawald was tired. I understand that. Your your bullpen's been used a lot right now because you have so much rookie involvement, young youth involvement with this rotation, right? Brian Wu isn't supposedly on an innings limit, but he is going to be on an an innings limit because they're not going to risk ruining his arm after all the work they did to get him back into this point. Bryce Miller isn't going to throw, shouldn't throw 175, but they probably will. And we'll get into the reason why I think that's an absolute, absolute mockery and a joke. But I talked about this reference distance at the last podcast. As my old man says, if you can't hit the baseball, you can't win. Sounds simple. Sounds almost so simple. It's stupid, right? It's mindless. But it's, it's, it's how the game works, ladies and gentlemen. Like, obviously, again, I'm not trying to be condescending. But look at what, we're, what we've been watching. Look at this madness. What they fail to do on a consistent basis is hit the freaking baseball. You have, as a baseball player, obviously, you have two jobs. To field the ball and to hit the ball. Obviously, you have to run. That's why they call a five-tool, five-star athlete. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So, the you got to hit the baseball, right? We, we just talked about that. I talked a slight second about Scott, and then we kind of diverted into this. I just, there's been so many occasions this year where I look at this construction. I look at this lineup today, right? And I know we're kind of just veering all over the place, but just follow with me here because this is, it is definitely worth it. This lineup makes absolutely no sense to me, okay? Crawford, Suarez, Raleigh. Teos Hernandez, Julio in the five hole, Mike Ford at six, Ty France at seven, Marlowe, Colton Wong. Why are you putting a Eugenio Suarez in the two hole when currently he's your most productive offensive player, as for Teoscar Hernandez and Tom Murphy in the two hole? Now I understand the higher you put him up, the more you're raising the percentage of him getting the percentage chance of him getting another at bat. I understand that logic. I do. But you need to put your put your players where they need to produce when you are producing runs and spots in the lineup to produce runs. What are we doing? Like, I. it comes a time and an ex-mariner by the name of Kyle Seeger, bless his heart, said this. And this is what caused ru- supposed the, the riff behind between him and management. Because they had done a they had, they had done a trade and it was coming down to where Seeger realized that they were going to sell again, and Kyle Seeger said flat out at some point in time it has to be about one thing and one thing only. It's called winning the damn ball game. Scrub Service is not good at that department of winning the damn ball game. And someone could say, but they won ninety games in back to back seasons. They did. And you know what's interesting? Two things can be right and wrong at the same time. Now, see when I ask, how, 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 what, that doesn't make any sense. Follow me. We hit the baseball in timely occasions with power. One thing right. We've pitched in the bullpen and had clutch moments and were able to shut down times of like ultimate crisis. Two things are right. The two things that are wrong this season, we have been unable to hit the baseball with timely occurrence when it has to happen, besides for a ramp time, aka Colt Long last night. 
And then last night, again, great pitching performance. Failed to hit the baseball. One run through Luis Castillo's start is disgusting. It is unacceptable. And there should be repercussions because we're doing the Felix Hernandez treatment to Luis Castillo. And that's so wrong. I'm trying to keep this podcast clean. I'm trying hard. I'm really trying hard for you guys. Because this is such a frustrating topic. Because we talk about this. And me and my buddies. And like, you know, every single freaking day. We talk about why they can't hit the baseball. Why did it take you as long as it did to bring up Mike Ford? How much different or more different for bare lack of better English would this team be better off? How much more better off could they be with bringing up Mike Ford to play a DH? Not running out this freaking garbage of Cooper Hummel for three weeks and AJ Pollock who you for some reason kept on the roster long enough for him to you know pull a hamstring conveniently and now we have a roster spot on our team that can't even be used you cannot re- you cannot utilize his 40 man spot or his 26 right now as far as I know again the only reason why Cade Marlowe is up here is because Jared Kelnick is on the um He's on the actual IL. Like, he's not on the 10 day, right? Blah, blah, blah. I have issues with how Scott Service runs this team. I have issues with some of the players on this team, like Julio Rodriguez, who are swinging so freaking hard, they're going to herniate a disc in their back every time. You know? I look at the team like the Braves with Acuna and Albies and Olsen and Austin Riley, right? And these guys are all power hitters. They don't swing so freaking hard every time, Julio. Because they trust their hands, boys. They trust themselves. We cannot move forward with this year's team until trust is made, developed, and grown upon. And that is a lot of things to ask for in like under 60 games. Because this is game 101 today. And I just don't even know where to even start. Do we sell? Probably. Could they go on a five-game winning streak and everything change? Absolutely. This team is absolutely dumbfounding. Frustrating. Want to rip your hair out. You want to love them. It's like I talked about Jamal Adams a long time ago. Jamal, just let me love you. Jesse Winker, just let me love you. Oh, Jesse Winker. Oh, good Lord. For anybody who hasn't paid attention to that, that is one of the saddest things I've seen in baseball in a long time. Jesse Winker completely lost his ability to play baseball. He has one of the lowest OPSs in all of baseball for players to have, I believe it's over 250 plate appearances. He has a lower OPS than Colton Wong. Youch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a short little tidbit today. I wasn't planning on doing a long podcast. I needed just to get this off my chest. People have been asking me lately how I feel, whatever, what have I been looking at. These are a couple things. Let's hope and pray to everything that's holy that we get this win today because we desperately need it. I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy Tuesday. Hope you have an absolutely blessed day. If you want to check me out on socials, you can find me at Twitter at capital P-N-W Professor. You can find me there. If you have any other questions, reach out to me on my Facebook sports group, Sports in the Northwest. And until next time, have you guys a wonderful, blessed day. Peace.